1: So it's funny. So on our podcast, we were talking about how we wanted to be on Andy's podcast, which is all about sports. And he was doubting our knowledge of sports. And we whooped him by whipping out like tons of answers. about. He gave
2: me football 101 questions. However, I got them all right. So I want to move on to football 201. Right. That would be the next level. Right. But before I can do that, I'm going to play on DraftKings.com so I can get my knowledge up even higher before I get to go on Andy's great podcast. And so I'm going to go on DraftKings.com and I'm going to enter the promo code podcast to get to play for free and have a chance to win tons of money. (laughs)
0: one.com presents the Ask Women Podcast. Uh-huh. A place to dissect the female mind.
1: You don't know how I feel.
0: And explain it to men in terms they can actually understand. Booze. Now, here's the lovely ladies of Ask Women.
2: Hey, you guys. Welcome to the Ask Women Podcast, where you get real advice straight from the source. I'm Kristen Carney, a comedian and writer. And here, of course, with Marnie Kinross. She is a best-selling author and relationship expert. We have, of course, a man in the studio with us today. And his name is Caleb Bacon. So he is more manly than any man we've had so far with a name like that. Yes. All
3: right. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. I,
2: thanks for coming in. Caleb is the host of man the School. Man School podcast, which you can find on on the Sideshow Network. Really good podcast. And what I really Thank like you. about your your show is that it really, here we give like straight advice, but it's really nice to hear someone else going through something to make you feel okay about maybe where you're at in life
3: right yeah i try to pass on experience of other people and i think i think as guys something that well i know for me i've been yelled at a lot in my life whether it's like the school principal or parents or whatever and that makes me not want to change but hearing other people who say okay here's my experience i'm going to be honest about it take away from it what you will that's something where i'm like oh okay i'm willing to to take that and grow
1: yeah Yeah. well that's the premise of your show i think we skipped that a little bit but that is the premise of your show you you interview people about where they are today and how they got to that position Uh uh-huh is it is it just men
3: just men yeah just
1: men okay so you're so ultimately like the way that i saw the podcast was that you are helping men understand what the definition of man can mean for them
3: i think that's like at the like you peel back all the layers and that's what's there but i don't know i'm not I'm not an expert. I'm not a. I'm not a wing girl. Right. Like, you you've <laughs> you put, would make you've a put beautiful wing no, but girl. But you are an expert. <laughs>
1: you are. But you are an expert now because you have interviewed all these people. So from for you, from what you're seeing and from your own experience, what do you think defines man?
3: I think I think it comes down to yeah. There's stuff about gender roles that's important, but it's just being honest and owning your experiences.
1: Yeah. I think so too.
3: Yeah, I think it comes down to that. I'm
1: just owning who you are, being okay with who you are, and like getting really comfortable in your own skin.
3: Right, it, uh, being being like a willing participant in the journey. Yep. That that gets you there.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, what's what's your journey? Why, uh, why did you find this topic fascinating?
3: Because I've screwed up a lot. Okay. And the thing that's helped me through—I mean, the biggest thing that's helped me through all of my troubles—we can get into if you want—is just talking to other guys. And so I wanted to have a show dedicated to that that special thing that happens when two guys are honest and not trying to impress anybody, right. not trying to impress women, not trying to impress each other. So
2: you don't start the show off with a high five, with chest bump. Okay, oh, okay. yeah, definitely. Uh, what about their penises? So you have to keep it somewhat, somewhat dudeish. Sword fight and then start the show.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's right. We got a little nothing wrong. With a little sword fight, <laughs> right. and not to mention that's not gay, right? No, that just makes you. No, it's a sword. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, yeah, It's exactly. a sword, exactly. Yeah, it's like it's like that's why as guys we do that thing where we like hug each other but you still pat the back. Right. You know, because you're gonna get some aggression out.
1: Right. So who yeah. who was the person um not even that most fascinating to you, but that you were the most surprised by?
3: Well, I their story. Some of the some of the shows I do are more relatable experiences, like whether it's divorce or being a single dad, or like things out there that are that are plenty common. But then other things are just bizarre and i think it's a lot of fun for myself as a host and as a listener to hear for example past ask women guest jordan harbinger come on the show and talk about the two times he was kidnapped
2: yeah i heard you mention that and then i didn't look i didn't hear any more about it so it's like this what moment i had no idea he was kidnapped what can you tell us about this Uh, just really quickly yeah twice by the same person
3: no no jordan doesn't do anything half-assed right so he was kidnapped twice and he also goes to north korea regularly and has not been kidnapped there so i think a third time's coming up
2: where was he kidnapped
3: first one was by a cab driver in mexico city second one was by some ex-military guys in serbia which i mean if you're gonna go to serbia
2: and what did they what did they do with them they just wanted like man advice they're like tell me how, You're I tell get us how to get girls exactly. Tell us how to be charming. And it, we're talking about the art of charm host Jordan Harper. Right.
3: Yeah, and he turned him onto this show and they let him go. <laughs> yeah. exactly. That's all it took. I'm
1: glad we can save his life.
3: Uh, the first one was just a cab driver trying to get some money out of him. Yeah. But well actually he escaped. So
1: kidnapping is a little dramatic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He
3: w- he was held against his will. Mm, okay. <laughs> well, the second one he was no, he, he was drugged and Jesus. and beat up and had cigarettes put out on him. What? Yeah, yeah. So that one's good. That's I did not if, know
2: that. If I were a guy, I'd be like, I feel like something having to do with being charming made this all happen, and I don't right. want to
1: be charming, so I wouldn't be listening right. to the show. Interesting. And, you know, I think okay. that's weird. Do with just, being American. No, yeah. that is interesting. Well, I guess because yeah. he puts himself out there and has lots of experiences. That I'm trying to yes. find St- a correlation. No, no. To that. Statist-
3: <laughs> statistically, he's more eligible to be kidnapped because, because of his travels.
1: Right, exactly because of where he goes, of what he does,
2: and, and what did he say he know. learned, or you know, what did he get out of these experiences? Did he say?
3: Uh, the one in Serbia, the thing that helped him, that actually relates to his business, was that because he has good people skills. Well, he has exemplary people skills. He was he was able to buddy up with these guys enough that his friend is the one who got beat up more.
2: Oh, wow. Because oh, really? his, his friend was like, you can't do so this. So his ex-friend yeah. at this point.
3: I don't think they talk right yeah. here. Right. I do think yeah. so.
1: Well, it's interesting because we, you know, we, I knew we were having you on the show, and then recently someone had sent me uh, the J W Thompson, J Walter Re- Thompson, J Walter w- w- Thompson. You could just say J W T. Exactly. I know him, yes. so you know. Obviously yeah. i can say that. um <laughs> like J T T, except right, for the W. But, but they, but I, I would sent a report. Um, I sent it out to the people who who subscribe to my newsletters at the Grow Method. But um, it's it's the trend report um, for the state of men, where they're literally like analyzing. That's a state. I want to live in. Yeah. <laughs> where they're an- analyzing, you know, what defines the mo- the modern man? Who is this guy? Um, and there's like, you can find it on my website, but there's lots of like interesting um, sections to it where it talks about uh, style and men seeing themselves as parents and men seeing themselves as like just like dating in the world. But the one section that I really wanted to pay attention to for the show because we were talking to you and I feel like what you do is help men uh, define men. That's what you're constantly trying to do is to like find out the definition of what makes somebody into a man whether it's a modern man or an old-school man sure but the section that I really love was section three the multi-dimensional man um, and so this one section of what defines men where they they show how British and American men uh, say see the primary things that define men today um, Not
3: British man yeah. <laughs> that's a good one <laughs>
1: but I thought it was interesting to see where uh, where men's heads are at now compared to i would even say a sh- like 10 years ago like mm-hmm. a short period of so the further thing- up from the boobs than they <laughs> used to be <laughs> so the the main thing that they say define uh men today is being a gentleman and having good manners
2: do you think that this i i almost think when someone takes a survey of this nature they're prone to say what's going to be most Politically acceptable. Do you think that they Do you really think so think when that? they're on their own doing this and they're they're not putting their names down? Well, because down. I think when you take a survey, you always want to feel the best about yourself within that survey. Yeah. And I think I think this survey definitely has some footing to it, but I don't think that it can be completely accurate because I think if you took sure. a guy and put him in this like natural setting, being a gentleman, you know, in his in like his true man nature, I don't think that would be number one. If if no one was looking at what he filled out. That's okay. So what do you say to that? Well,
3: I also think as, well, humans, not, ju- not just as guys, there's what we think, and there's how we act. Right. So maybe what the guys... Well, it's not per- saying that
1: these men view themselves as the man that they're defining. It's saying in their minds what defines a man.
3: But but I think that's maybe like an ideal thing of like, that's how they think they yeah, should act. Yeah, this seems
1: act. very idealistic,
2: and I like it. I mean, I like the list because... It goes from top to almost bottom I won't read all of it but most important is being a gentleman um, number two is keeping your word number three is having values and number four is intelligence yeah and then His all the way to make decisions financial support for family and then maybe 20 lines later all the way to the bottom you have handyman um, skills
1: <laughs> number of
2: sexual <laughs> conquests and what he eats so I think that yes I, I yeah. I just think that this is a little skewed. Where I don't think guys devalue sexual conquest this much as the survey would
1: say. Well, I yeah, think but I th- they're devaluing it, no, but it, they're I mean, saying it's that the they less. value the other things more. Right. So it's well, what, what do you think?
3: Caleb? Well, being a gentleman, in, like to me, encompasses a lot of those other things on the list. So it, it's just sort of like this go-to ideal thing of oh, it's really important to be a gentleman. But what is that? And I think that a lot of that's defined lower on the list. So it's almost like you could cross out that number 1 answer and right. you know, start with the number 2.
1: Okay. So what yeah. so then to to so to what you were saying, what defines a gentleman?
3: Uh not being a douchebag. Meaning what? I Well, the, so we should define douchebag. Right. And <laughs> uh, uh being selfish, treating people poorly, and not uh, leaving the world better than you found it. Uh so, douche, so d- douchebag wait, is bad. Yeah, yeah. right. And not being a douchebag is good,
1: right. But a lot of the guys who listen to the show and a lot of guys who write into me, they're they they get really jealous or mad. At the douchebag they get mad at the world and mad at the women that are dating these douchebags because they they're out for a night they're flirting with a girl and then they see her go home with someone but they... what these guys should know is that that's not the girl that they want if
2: they see a girl that's going for the douchebag no, that is the girl her... that they want
1: that's but the they, girl they wanted before
2: she they shouldn't home. they shouldn't they should know other women first because I'm going to be blunt and just say the girl that's going with the douchebag is probably an idiot and she probably has very little personality or so she's overall, just younger or she's younger, yeah. which could again mean very little personality. Not that I'm saying everyone who's young is that naive or is that simple-minded, but I just think that that's not the most desirable person. And so I think what these guys want, in my opinion, should be redefined.
1: Okay.
3: Yeah. When I,
2: they see the douchebag. I think her. a big
3: problem with guys is not accepting what's going on in the world, and by having some acceptance of like, oh, that girl went home with the douchebag, therefore she's not going to go home with me. That's okay. I'm I'm not a douchebag. I'm not going to be a douchebag. Right, that
2: means I'm not yeah. a douchebag. It's a compliment. Yeah,
3: I'm going to own who I am and and find someone who who that matches with. And so f- so for me being being a guy is a lot of it's knowing who I am, being okay with that. So so for somebody to get upset about a girl going home with a douchebag, uh stop blaming and look at what you have to do to get what you want.
2: Right. So and if t- you want that girl then be a douchebag? Wear a shirt with a really high collar and pinstripes with like a angel on the back. <laughs> well if you got a crap want. on
3: the shirt that I'm wearing on the front. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's right like, we'll what I'm staring at. You. My jeans with the flappy pockets on yeah. the back yeah. and the yeah. tiger.
1: Yeah. But is that is that really what it, so okay, so if a guy breaks down the situation that's in front of him and mm-hmm. he puts this label of douchebag on this other guy that he sees who he may not know is a douchebag, and maybe this girl doesn't know it. not that I'm trying to defend either ends. But, like, obviously, you really the think... The douchebag defender. No, but, like, <laughs> sometimes there aren't douchebags. And in the guy's mind, he's a douchebag because he may have been able to do something that he wasn't able to do. Right? More charismatically. Oh, yeah. And then the girl isn't an idiot because this person is charismatic. I don't think that he's, like, being an asshole to the bartenders there. I think he's showing her that he has charisma. Um that he is charming. I don't I don't think anybody sees the douchebag. I think that sometimes the guy who loses out puts a label of douchebag onto somebody else without actually knowing. Right, he's like a douchebag. I look at Tom Brady
2: because he's a winner and I'm like, That guy's a douchebag. So I see what you're <laughs> <All> saying. <right. laughs> so I see what you mean.
1: No, but it's, it's just true. because he's winning, you right? Know, exactly. But so, but that I want—I I really want guys to understand that sometimes they aren't the douchebag, and and to speak to the point that you were saying that there are things that you should look at that you should be doing to so that you can be the guy going home with that girl. Not meaning that she's not a worthy girl. You—you you have no idea who that female right, is right. as well. You were hitting on her before and seemed to find her attractive and wanted to click with her. So there was something there about her. So what do you think that guys can do?
3: So if if the guy who's wearing that angel shirt that Kristen <laughs> described so lovely so I- hates if, so much, well, if. If he actually likes that shirt, good for him.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And absolutely. own it and wear it right. and, and be it. But it doesn't mean, you know, then they probably wouldn't like me anyway. So they're not trying to impress me. They're trying to impress the girl that would like that shirt. So it's like being true to who you are through and through.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And if other people are being true to themselves, fine. Some people are uh, just fashion disasters.
2: Right. And well, I've actually said this before on the show. Um, I think I said on the show, but. There's people who are just like super douche. We should title the show just douchebags versus not douchebags. Right.
3: And with my name right next to it, <laughs> yeah. sure. in
2: parentheses. Um, but someone like the Situation from Jersey Shore. He is a super douchebag, but I like him because he owns his douchebaggery. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's trying to hide the fact that he's a douchebag. He's right. a douchebag. And so I like him. I like Snooki because she's a douchette right so i think it's like if you are make it likable enough and endears people to you because you are so much who you are that's great but if you're trying to put on this image with whatever clothes you're wearing or whatever way you've spiked your hair or whatever not talking about you justin because i love the way your hair looks right now by (laughs) the way but you know what i mean like if, if you're just doing it to impress other people it comes across that way right but if that's
1: truly who you are it's awesome yeah exactly
2: but I want to get back to, to a point extent. of
1: like, so what do what do these guys do? So let's say they are somewhere and or they're constantly somewhere, and every time they're talking to a girl and they think they're hitting it off with her, they think they're going home with her, and then at the end of the night she walks out the door with somebody else, another guy. Uh, go to a different bar. Don't go to a different bar. Yeah,
3: well, because when I say that it's like sort of tongue in cheek, but it's. If you're going to places where it's like all about trying to pick up people, let's say and, they're
1: going to a singles mixer. Let's say they're okay. at a friend's birthday party, and every time that this happens to a guy, he's talking to her, they're having a really good time, they're touching, they're exchanging niceties, and then he walks away to go get his like jacket, and suddenly she's walking out the door with some other guy. What what do you think is going on there?
3: there there's somewhere where he's lacking confidence. Like there, there's some part of the interaction where he's just not being bold enough. Right. And I think. I think a lot of guys, we have a lot of fear in us, and nobody really addresses that. And when it comes I feel like
1: I do. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) They're not getting super sensitive. (laughs) I'm like, I do. What are you talking about? Yeah, no, absolutely. But we don't
3: talk about it as guys
1: right the rest of the world doesn't recognize it right. well I get really surprised when when guys r- reveal things to me and actually that's, that's why I wrote the book that's not how men work because I tell women all of mm-hmm. the stuff I've learned it's helped me in my own relationship with with my husband with my father with other men in my life I understanding bet. that they, they also come from this place of insecurity fear of rejection just just instilled fear like we have
3: yeah big time and so the place where you have to put yourself out the most as a guy um, is usually that that step that's beyond just talking and chatting and flirting and maybe some light touching. It's the, I need your phone number, let's go somewhere else. That sort of thing. It's where moving you're, it along. You're re- that's where you're really up against rejection. Right. And, the other guy yeah. probably
1: moved it along. Right, right. Exactly.
3: And that guy didn't have problems with that. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, how, how would you do that? So, let's say you are having a nice exchange with a girl. You have the confidence. What would you say at the end of the night that would get it to go to where you wanted it to
3: go? Well, first, I think you have to realize you have that fear. So, for the guy who says, oh, well, she went home with a douchebag, uh, that's because he doesn't recognize what's going on with himself. Exactly. And, that's and, the
1: point I was trying to get yeah. to.
3: And So, you got to... Uh, they're, they're, like, there's a there's a term that I like, uncover, discover, discard, like, when it comes to character defects. And so, if you haven't uncovered what's going on with you, you're not going to discover what's going on with it then to be able to discard it. And so, with the fear, it's so much easier to be like, oh, that guy's a douchebag. That, that guy's a douchebag. I have, like,
2: Every apply time. that to my fr- refrigerator. Like, if I don't open the drawer, I won't know there's, like, melted cucumber in it. Right. You know? I mean, exactly that's kind the of same thing. Exactly the
3: that's same thing. That's a hot refrigerator for melting you. cucumbers.
1: Mm-hmm. No, but I want you to go yeah. on. I, I, I want to hear more about this. So, like, how, how do guys figure out they have this fear? If they're constantly putting it onto somebody else or blaming other people, how, like, I know listening to this may get them to say, oh, maybe it is me. But, like, how, like, did you ever have this situation? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. you,
3: you got to be okay with failure. And, but how
1: did you become okay with failure?
3: Uh, By, by trying to be myself. And... And fail, failure Like Okay I'm a comedy writer I work on a show Called Sullivan and Son And in the writer's room You pitch a lot of bad jokes All day long And the best writers Best comedy writers In the world Pitch bad jokes We were
2: just saying this Actually before Marnie walked in When we were, Caleb and I Were talking outside Showbiz yeah. talk Showbiz you know, no. you know Right Insider info mm-hmm. um, But I said That would be one thing That I would be afraid of Being in a writer's room Would be Just saying things That aren't funny And failing And them falling flat And then you just said You have to do it
3: if you want to do the job right. you have to do it. If you want to play baseball, if you get a hit 3 out of every 10 times, you go to the Hall of Fame. But there's still 7 out of 10 times you you get to look at, okay, what could I have done differently? What did I what did I do wrong? And uh with comedy a, a lot of times you just have to move on. Like you you can't analyze everything. You just have to trust that trust that you were hired to do the job and you can you can do the job, but by focusing on by not recovering quickly that's where people see like oh uh, maybe this person shouldn't shouldn't be doing this job but but when it comes to talking to women so if you know you have the fear you have to be okay with it and that's really 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 hard because absolutely uh, because having having anxiety which I have plenty of makes life harder okay but if you can go all right let me just try and forget about it for now, and try and be myself, and then see what happens. And so it's that it's that practice.
1: Okay. Well, because I cause I would say I had this for for myself, um, and I did this exercise that is called forget but it's a part of my my uh, product called the insider um oh it's how to notice your gremlin okay so the fact that you're listening to this show people who are listening to this show most likely there is something that is going on with you if you're constantly blaming the outside world or constantly blaming other people for why things aren't happening for you then this instruction right now is for you so the exercise that i did was called you know noticing your gremlin so the the exercise is that you and then we're not talking about your mother-in-law right exactly (laughs) You, you say to yourself out loud you say Okay, tomorrow morning, I am going to wake up and I am going to see my gremlin. The gremlin is this voice that you constantly hear in the back of your mind, which is like a, a nagging voice saying, you're not good enough or you're not this or whatever it is. I don't. is. You're going to have a different voice than I'm going to have and so mine's deeper right exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah so for for me I gave myself the assignment. okay well I felt super cheesy doing this but I said for me I'm gonna wake up tomorrow morning and I'm going to see my gremlin because right now in my conscious mind I don't know what's telling me what and like why I'm having all of this judgment towards other people because I really believe that if you're judging other people harshly like you're doing it ten times as harshly to yourself so you have to start looking towards yourself so I went to bed I woke up in the morning and I was brushing my teeth and suddenly I saw this little gremlin sitting on my sink. You did not. I see a. Gremlin. Yes, it was a real gremlin, and then it oh, ran out of the room. God. No, but like in, like in my mind, I literally you saw this this splash for a second of not just the water from brushing my brushing my teeth, but like actually, I just like just. It's not like they were really there, but I saw it was like Estelle from Friends, the agent, Joey's agent. Do you know? That oh yes, yes. Okay. Yes. So she like she talks like this, and yes. she smells like cigarettes, has yes. like a beehive for a hair, and she was sitting on the counter, this like gremlin face, and she said, "You're not good enough." You and know who else like, that is? That's the woman from Beetlejuice when yes, the football exactly. players get exact killed. Exact same you know person. Yeah. Exactly the same person. And so I, I laughed and I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe that." This is the voice that is in my head. It looks like a stupid little gremlin. It's Estelle from Friends. And it's saying this thing that I don't even really believe. And and what this gremlin is, it's it's there to protect you. It's the voice of your parents as well. It's not there to say like to put you down. You're not constantly trying to put yourself down. What it's doing is it's protecting you from ever putting yourself into a situation where you could possibly be hurt. So it's like your parents like don't walk outside. Don't do this. Don't do that. Just in case something bad could ever happen. So what you have to do is you have to start talking to your grown Because I believe the first step is to notice something, which is kind of what you were saying. Yeah, yeah. The first step is listening to this podcast and hearing that there may be a fear in place. Second one is to call attention to it when you start to notice it popping up in your mind and that there is something going on for you and then once you notice what it is or what that statement that is that's being said to you over and over and over again then you can start to work on it and so you won't start you won't continue placing blame on other people and you can start to work on yourself so for guys who are listening i really want you to take on that exercise to notice your gremlin because there may be a little gremlin in you that's stopping you from being successful from with women and as soon as you clear away that gremlin all of the materials that we give you on this show and all of the materials from from my company, the wing girl method will actually help you. Cause you can use them correctly, uh, without fear.
3: Right. And you'll actually accept like, Oh, I could use some help here instead of just you know, giving into the fear. And you should like, I know for me, fear doesn't sound like, Oh, I'm a piece of crap. It sounds like, uh, well clearly she likes Short guys Or tall guys Or you know Some sort of justification
2: Fear would not be Liking short guys That would be like Yeah Like a, an amazing moment That's no, like a win Alright I'm but 6 I know one. I'm not. trying win. to come up With some <laughs> Right example. exactly
1: yeah. Alright well I, I love this conversation We could talk about Being a man forever Obviously Kristen and I Could talk about being a man forever Because sure. we know so much about it um, But we have an amazing we guest have, well, oh. We have a game first To play oh, we Before we go Oh sorry
2: To our guest So uh Caleb, you're going to pick one of these uh, like problems that someone would consider having you know that they might have in their life, or um, they look like pieces of paper. They not are they are pieces of paper which are actually giant problems for people. But okay. no, this is something that might be like what someone had to go through or is lacking. So I want you to select one and then give advice to the person, just one, okay. and then give advice to the person um, with this ailment in their life.
3: All right, I'm picking a problem. Oh, this one feels heavy. This feels- <laughs> heavy
2: problem, heavy problem.
3: Was cheated. On. 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 I, I okay. have a
2: short-term writing memory. That's why that wasn't on there.
3: Was it, was it they were cheated on their taxes by their accountants? <laughs> no. No, okay. Uh, was cheated on. The, uh, time to move on.
2: Right, right. So how does someone let go of that? Because they're going to carry that baggage into the next round of their life.
3: Because I, I you ha- can let
2: go But then sure. how do you let go of the problem
3: I think you have to go back to I've had a lot of therapy I've had a lot of therapy I've done a lot of self-help kind of stuff And mm-hmm. it's because I want a better life And I want the things that bug me To not bug me so much And that's not to say I want this perfect life Full, free of problems No, actually I do want that That sounds fantastic Yeah, I was going to say mm-hmm. like, that's, like, that's
1: why you're doing it You yeah. want to stop making these things Well, it's,
3: but it's not realistic To have this perfect world You should go
1: see somebody about that
3: uh, I see a lot of people about that, but so when you're cheated on, I think you can go back to why did I pick this person in the first place? Not that everyone's going to pick someone who's a cheater, but you could you can look at you know you know like the phrase I have a bad picker. Or something like that. and what
2: it, I just immediately thought my finger and my nose. Because so I me, feel like so, I have a stuffed so, so nose so did right me. now. So did I. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a good picker. I've <laughs> yes. yes. got a great picker. Yeah, it clears out the
3: problem. Yeah. <laughs> Don't use your thumb. You know, leave yourself Sometimes with big nostrils. A bit,
2: yeah, big nostrils. Yeah, big Okay, well,
1: it dep- depends on your I nose. I have a huge
2: nose. <laughs> so it does make sense. She's Jewish. Yes, oh, exactly. that's
3: racist. <laughs> that's- All
2: right. Well, thank you for answering that. But actually, that works perfectly as a segue into the second half of our show. Because we have Justin, who is a listener of the Ask podcast, who was cheated on. And does have some traumatic issues, I think, Side with women. From it. Yeah,
1: as, as, so as we'll he talk should. to him,
2: and then Marnie will do
1: some amazing coaching and see if we can uh, get him back on his feet. Yes, but I do want to read uh, one testimonial that I got today, just because, it, it, just to give like some inspiration to the guys that are listening to this, because doing the exercise that we just talked about and like really understanding what men themselves define as man, and and trying to aim to become the man that they see as a Man, does that even make sense? No, it doesn't make sense, but anyway, All right? Take two, anyway, take two, right? <laughs> so, uh, this is for the guys who are listening because just to let you know that these things can happen. So, there's this one guy who wrote into me who, when he first started writing to me, he's in my email coaching program. He had a lot of challenges with women, he wasn't understanding why women were choosing the douchebag, um, why he was losing out constantly. And so, I just got this email this morning and he said, Marnie, I'm very pleased to tell you I have found an absolutely gorgeous woman inside and out. She stated her commitment to me this evening, and I stated my commitment to her as well how did I do it just by being myself demonstrated my interest and concern for her then I followed through when the time came to act I never uh, bought into this political correctness garbage and not saying what is on my mind I call a spade a spade make a stand state what you feel believe in why I believe facts as well as interpreting them correctly to be absolutely essential in moving this process forward just want to thank you for what you do I'm not going uh, I'm not going anywhere. But what you speak is the plain, unvarnished truth. Everyone, Winggirlmethod.com. I know know, (laughs) exactly. No, but I thought that was really interesting because it happens to tie in directly to what we're talking about. He is not apologizing for being who he is. He calls a spade a spade. He owns who he is. That's what it means when we say be yourself. It's yourself that's not covered up by all this other bullshit, like fear or like uh, you know, cover like not wearing the shirt you want to wear with a big douchey flowery angel. thing, angel on the back, angel yeah. wings. Anyway, be who you are, own what you are. That's the in learning what you your
3: gremlin sounds like. Exactly, because, <laughs> because if you uh, a lot of a lot of guys will hear, oh, be, uh, be yourself, say what's on your mind, and they go, oh, so that means I have to like be brash fat. and opinionated. It's like no, that's your head telling you, telling you some crap. So, right. so you're not going to succeed.
1: Right. Oh, I like that. Okay. So, so then, can you just before we go to the second half of the show, can yeah. you tell the difference between say? What you believe in versus being an asshole
3: uh, I mean I think I'm good at that, but there's a lot of times I'll hear fear in my head, and it comes across as I should get another hour of sleep uh and not face the challenges of uh doing some sort of exercise in the morning right or or whatever it is and it, it it's some sort it's some sort of fear that comes out as a justification, and sometimes I can hear that loud and clear uh and fight it. Or, right or i think how that manifests
1: it. in guys when dealing with women is um i could say i really want your phone number right now but that may turn her off in some way or it may scare her away or she may think that's too f- there's all these different excuses that you can say so instead you say to her oh it would be great to see you around sometime which is safe and it, but it's not really asking for what you want if it's you easy. are if you are halfway through a conversation you're like you know you're super cute i want to take you out for dinner but throw that out there,
3: and if you fail, who cares? Exactly. That's yeah. Failure, failure is your friend. Exactly.
1: And now we will. <laughs> now I'm done talking. But yeah, I'm excited for the second half of the show because we have again Justin on the show, and we are going to analyze him rather than doing overanalyze this. So stay tuned. TrueCar.com. It's amazing. Why?
2: Because, why, Kristen? Oh, why? Oh, because someone like me, if I go to a dealership, these guys are going to walk all over me. They're going to yeah. see me coming from a mile away. Truecar.com changes that because you can actually check the price of the car before you get a quote from a sales guy so you can go in with power.
1: Oh that's cool. Yeah, so you
2: don't get ripped yeah, off. Because
1: I, I get- afraid of that, too. Whenever I go to any like mechanic or a car dealership, it's like I have to bring my husband with me. But I don't. I want to be able to go by myself as a strong, independent woman. So you're saying truecar.com could help me do that. Yes. That's yes. awesome.
2: First, you just go to truecar.com to find out what others paid for the car that you want. Then you register to see upfront pricing information and then you lock in your savings. And then third is simple. You just print out your savings certificate and you take it to a true <sighs> car certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Almost oh, like when you cool. walk in with that certificate it's like you walk in with like a shield of protection right you're saying this is what it's worth and I know
1: it yeah to see how much you can save on the car you want simply download the True Car mobile app or visit truecar.com today that's truecar.com and we're not lying
3: hey I'm Jake and I'm Amir and we're from that appropriately named web series Jake and Amir we're also the voices of If I Were You the only advice podcast on the internet by us. That's right. Every week we offer our personal
2: insight to real problems submitted to us by real people and sometimes even our comedy friends join like
0: Ben Schwartz, Thomas Middleditch, and Allison Williams. The important thing is the advice is often pretty bad. But hopefully always funny. So go to podcastone.com and hit that download button to hear our terrible but hopefully funny advice. Thanks guys. You're listening to the Ask Women Podcast, a Podcast One presentation. I could slap your face raw.
2: Hey, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. I won't repeat the name because I usually do that, and then I'm like, why did I repeat the name? Uh, we're here with Justin, who is an active listener of the Ask Women Podcast. Everyone give him a round of applause for yes, listening to the Ask Women for Podcast. Yes, listening to Justin. our show. Yes. And Thank coming you. to our live show. Yes. Yes, and another round of applause for yes. coming to our live show. How was that, by the yes. way? Did you enjoy it thoroughly?
0: Uh, yeah, actually, it was. Uh, I mean, you got was, a good seat. I got the best seat, <laughs> I think. The
2: only seat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we only put one chair there because we only expected <laughs> one
1: person. <laughs> It was great. No, but we really appreciated it. you. You drove down from mm-hmm. somewhere that was further than a minute and a half, which is very appreciated. Mm-hmm. And you stayed for the whole show, which is also <laughs> awesome. And you liked it. Mm-hmm. Right. So people who are listening should come to the next live show because it was very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And because of him coming to the show, he got to be on the show. And now we're going to analyze him so you can get free coaching from coming to our live shows.
0: Yeah, That could happen to you.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, so tell... We know about you and what's going on, but tell us about you and what's going on with you and women and what you want our help with.
0: Um, well, I'm 37, got divorced two years ago, and I was married for a long, long time.
1: What's a long, long time?
0: Uh, 15 years. 15 years. And well, we were together for 15 years. Okay.
1: So since you're 22? 20? 20. 20. I okay. got the math was over. Oh here. yeah, sorry. Two years divorce. So thirty five. Gotcha. Okay. Now I'm on it.
0: The uh, the last the last two years, I kind of just took a break with not getting into any relationships because I felt like I was I was afraid that I would do what I've seen some of my other friends do, where they fall into another <laughs> bad relationship, and I was definitely wanted to avoid that. Also, I wanted to avoid spending. Entire, you know, any time that I was spending with somebody that I, you know, cared about, angry and yelling about all the stuff that happened (laughs) in the in the the past relationship.
1: And what did happen in your past relationship?
0: Well, uh, like you guys mentioned, she cheated on me, and you know, and then that turned into a whole bunch of blaming me for stuff and being real, real controlling with me, and just how did you
2: find out she cheated? uh, She told me. What did it? Did it be? Did she tell you because she wanted to just give it get it off her chest or did she want to get a divorce like what was the m- moment that
0: I am not I'm not going to I'm not going to speak to her personal mm-hmm. right. motivations as to why uh but it's fun <laughs>
1: <laughs> making
2: up things is amazing. She's a whore. Let me just read a list just to kind of get everyone kind of On the same page about Justin's situation. And I'm not trying to speak for you, but just to make it sound really bad, I'm just going to read a list. (laughs) Um, uh, No, I'm not going to do it. Okay. Um, Your ex wife um, would berate you for not making enough money. Um, You were, uh, I'm sorry, this is like, I'm doing this horribly okay so she basically like took a lot of your money yeah okay um you're a nice guy but you have problems saying no to women um you have been only on three or four dates in the past two years
0: well it's been in the last you know i I just kind of started last three four months ago Oh,
2: okay so you took a while to like okay yeah got it you do have a match.com profile but it needs to be updated um you uh like karaoke you aren't Super confident in yourself. Is that?
0: Oh, yeah. I feel uh, okay. George Costanza. Okay,
2: great. And,
0: okay, and uh, uh, Kevin James from the movie Hitch, like right. like okay. a, a, a melding of those two. That's amazing. Characters. Have you always,
2: have you always <laughs> felt it that way? It's a blessing right it's, there for
0: you. Well, it. <laughs> No, but you at have the a same lot
2: t- more hair than George Costanza.
0: It, well, lots oh, of hair. Very beautiful. great hair. It's very beautiful
2: And let's say that right now. I think what's really important. I, Marnie's going to do the coaching because I would butcher this, but I think it's really important to recognize your strengths rather than like weaknesses. Mm-hmm. You say George Costanza. I say George Costanza about myself, but I have a lot of going for myself, so I can't really live in that George Costanza world all the time. But you have gorgeous hair. I mean, your hair is like impeccably shiny, really that's all you thick, need,
1: really. But do mm-hmm. you know how many guys? would i mean we've got are sitting at this that 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 would die for that hair (laughs) but i want to get to something okay so you have all these negative thoughts about yourself are they because your relationship didn't work and because of the things that your wife said to you about
0: yourself definitely had something to do with what she said about me okay Uh, you know just it just all built you know it built up uh i mean part of the problem was is that she's really smart and she remembered stuff from 1998 that i did wrong Right. And, you know, and would bring it up on Is a that record.
1: really smart or is that, like, really dumb? That's a bunch stuff st- from 1998.
0: St- 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 well, I mean, she could remember exactly what I said, you know, on right. a Thursday. Right. And it and it would be brought up as
1: mm-hmm.
2: a, has lot of a women diary. Like that.
0: She, she just wrote it all down. It's
1: like, gone girl. Can okay. I? Separate from that, so where you're at now, you're not feeling very confident about yourself, although you should, and we'll get to that in a second.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, And so now you're going to go out into the dating world feeling low confidence and attempting to attract people right
0: well i'm trying to build up the confidence and that's part of the karaoke thing and just getting out there and talking to people more and just see how things go what's your song (laughs) uh well that's my thing too the one the one that hits me the in the you know just like real down deep is uh against all odds by phil collins okay Oh geez. <laughs> like uh, let's
2: play it, the walk away. And how uh, can you just <laughs> let me? Oh my god, that song.
0: But it's too high Don't for mean. me, so I can't really sing it. But uh, you gotta
2: find a new song then. Yeah,
0: uh, I've been doing a lot of uh, a lot of different songs, trying okay. to find, trying to find. I've never
2: gained confidence from karaoke. If anything, it's ever, it's killed it. Well, Every time I've tried to do it. Then. Well,
0: it, it it's gotten to the point now where instead of, instead of my whole entire body seizing up. Like my my just my fist gets sweaty and I that's I, good. Just one get it, before it was my entire body would right. s- would just completely seize up right and okay. I would just not be able to move up on stage. Now I can move around a little bit and okay. you know, that's good. And, and I live so can in the. You, can you
1: tell me three awesome things about you right now based on just the information that you've shared in talking to us for seven minutes?
0: Um, not the hair. We already covered it. <laughs>
1: yeah, three awesome things about you because I can.
0: Um, off the top, I. Off the top I, of I my feel, head, my I, hair. I feel. <laughs> I feel like. I feel like a little bit too close to the situation to be able to figure that out.
1: Okay, we'll take a second and think um, about it, but not too long. Because, because these, these, are, these are things that I want you to tell yourself every single day. So the, the three things that I noticed, and maybe you guys notice it as well. First of all, you're here,
0: mm-hmm. right
1: now in studio, which means that you make shit happen. You are gutsy. You take a chance. You put yourself out there to potentially receive something. Do you know how many people do not do that? And like we were talking about at the first half of the show, how many people sit and blame the rest of their world for why things are not happening to them? That means you are fearless. Mm-hmm. Okay? Number one. That's huge. You are a fearless man. You're in our studio with us. Mm-hmm. Okay, number two. We are intimidating. Right? Now, can you guys list a <laughs> couple of Caleb, other are we ones intimidating?
3: Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> a lot.
1: Okay, so what else do you see in him? Because I am just I just want you to know what uh, like what we see in you and what mm-hmm. I want you to work on seeing for yourself. And I'll, I'm will i going to write all these things down for you because I want you to print them out and I want you to recognize them and read them to yourself every single day so that you can remind yourself how freaking awesome you are. Because I, I'm not going to blame your wife because it sounds like she was really hurt too. If she's holding on to things from 1998 and not expressing them to you, there's a lot of anger there and a lot of tension that's not being expressed. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to analyze your marriage because I'm sure both people were hurt. But that situation didn't resolve itself and it's left you wounded and it's left her very wounded. And mm. the only way to get back to a non-wounded place, like what you've done, you took a 2-year break, you separated yourself and say, "Okay, that's over there now. Now let's move forward." But your confidence is shot. So the way to rebuild your confidence is is by doing the exercise I just listed. And I swear to God after 2 weeks of doing that, of looking at that list and reminding yourself every day of what you're of what what's good why you're yourself? freaking amazing and then I'm going to give you another exercise on how to stop the gremlin that Keeps going on inside your head. Tell her to shut up, and then replace. I feel the like your, your gremlin
2: might look like Phil Collins, but with <laughs>
1: hair, <laughs> and replace it with these statements. But I want to hear from you know from Caleb and from Kristen the other things that they noticed about you from the little that you've shared.
3: Your above average height. George, George Costanza <laughs> yeah, would kill for that. <gasps> Okay. Now, now, you've been this height for, uh, what, you're 37 now, yeah. at least 20 years? Yeah. And he gains yeah, a so, few
1: inches with his hair, too. Exactly,
3: that's right. So you don't even mm-hmm. think about it. But the guys who are shorter than you sure think about it, but you just write it off as uh, you look at the problems.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah,
0: that that's that's absolutely was it happening?
2: Yeah, um, I would say should we stick physically or should we stick with like like mentally? I give, then you have to give
1: two, so let's do Ooh. a physical one and an emotional one. Okay,
2: well, an emotional one. You seem incredibly nice, and people always say, "Well, you don't, you know, nice guys finish last," but they really
1: don't. In the no, long there was a run. study that came out re- recently that proved that nice guys actually finish first. Real nice guys, in not wigs.
2: Yeah, and you don't seem, and we've said this before on the show, you don't seem like you're trying to be nice because that's what we might want. You just seem like you're a genuinely kind kind person. Yeah,
3: yeah, not bending over to be a people pleaser.
2: Right. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. Another thing is you have
1: very uh, non-wrinkled clothing which I find I mean very mean important. You, ta- you take t- time for things. It right. is something that is, that is very important. That was actually one of my things that, that I was going to list as well. Not about the, the non-wrinkles, but you took the time to present yourself today. Like mm-hmm. I know you're going to work and you're coming here after going to work, but you took the time to put yourself together, which means you care about the way that you represent yourself, either to others or to the way that you represent which yourself. Which shows that there is some
2: self-value there, that you do value yourself. Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. you do want to present, your glasses are very nice, you're nice. you have a nice goatee, but nicely shaven here. You know, so it's like you're definitely putting care into yourself, which shows you wake up in the morning and you get going and you don't lay around or like just eat, you know, Doritos
1: or something. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. You're proactive. You're a risk taker. You're maybe a good or bad singer. I don't know, but you still put yourself up there and you are trying to build your confidence on your own to do something that doesn't feel comfortable to you that's slowly becoming more comfortable. All of these things, and I wish I could pull that. the study up that was done by JW Thompson <laughs> but these things are, I think are what defy man I and mean, you, you have to give yourself more recognition for those things mm-hmm. that you're you're able to do you have a lot of the traits that women are actually extremely attracted to mm-hmm. right being proactive having intelligence um, Caleb's like what about status? me what about uh, me uh, uh, Caleb has oh, no, fantastic I have about too. him as well <laughs> absolutely but, he has great I mean, posture
3: well thank you <laughs> to give Justin more credit coming to do anything in front of a microphone when you're not used to that is it's bizarre? Yeah. Now I've spent a lot of time in front of microphones. You guys have too. There's a level of comfort and ease we have from experience. So to know that you're going to put yourself out there with the the deep shit about your personal life—that's n- not the most flattering stuff to present to. What I'm gonna assume is at least 1.7 million. Well, listeners. liking Asian
2: women is flattering. I will say that it shows you have good taste. Well,
1: can I ask what is? What are the non-flattering things? Well, oh. non flattering.
2: He just, I think, I'm You're
3: you saying. Just the embarrassing things that have happened to you, you in yeah, your cheated life. On. It's, right. not, it's not. That's not something. A that, but how
1: is that not flattering?
3: Uh, I'm not talking about reality. I'm talking about when you're down on yourself for this stuff. I would think In it's his like,
1: mind, it's non flattering. Right. But it's don't It's not, you it's
2: not your proudest
1: information that you're putting out there. Okay.
0: okay. No, no. It's look, weaknesses. For, We're talking
1: about. But how is it a weakness? That's what I want to understand. I want to understand why you guys see that as a weakness. Because it
0: would keep me from coming in here. I'm it's not, about, but it didn't yeah. keep you from it's, coming in here. Well, maybe I'm just crazy. It's the ego. Maybe you are. Maybe I'm one of those stalkers. You're a bad you're talking boy. You're crazy. Exactly. <laughs> okay. My my
1: point here is that you have a lot of great things about you, and I can actually probably go on if we could talk for ten more minutes, but this is a very short show. But we could find, let's say, a list of ten things, and we're going to after we get off the air. I just want to give people a tidbit of you know how the process works, mm-hmm. um, and what what you do with this list is you start to own it, you start to believe it, and you start to replace and reframe the old negative things you're telling yourself, like I was cheated on, which means that X, Y, and Z, I'm a loser, I'm not attractive, I'm not gonna, all these things that you can believe about yourself because you were cheated on, which I know is what you guys were trying to say just as far as the ego
3: goes, exactly
1: that it can bruise your ego if you let yourself go down that path you can drill yourself down into a negative hole anytime you want to but what these 10 things that we're going to list together and find together what they're going to do is they're going to replace those negative thoughts because when you can notice them and then catch them and then reframe them and switch direction that's when you can start to feel more positively about yourself and then once you feel more positively about yourself then we can work on skills and tools and techniques and ways to approach women and ways to talk to women because if you walk around the world thinking like I suck I was cheated on I you know sing bad songs at karaoke I don't know, whatever the things you think (laughs) Mm -hmm. in your mind then you are not going to attract quality women you're not going to attract anybody because it's not a woman's responsibility to lift you up especially if you're trying to find another quality woman. But um, you
2: are doing things in the right order. By taking the two yeah. years to yourself, you didn't jump in there and just say, like you said, you don't want to end up with the wrong person again. Yeah. So I think starting, starting in this, with these footsteps in order is really
1: important. I
0: don't know. I, I, it feel, it, I feel like I'm doing it the right way. Yeah. and
1: well, it, What do you think about the things, sorry to interrupt you, the things that we did say about you?
0: Well, Do you believe them? I can believe them in my head, but it's believing them in your heart that, you know, where it, it, where it comes out of you, you know, in your pores type of thing. Okay. That, so tell
1: that, me right now. Mm-hmm. I'm fearless.
0: I'm fearless.
1: Okay. Say it like you really mean it.
0: I'm fearless.
2: I wouldn't do that. So you are pretty fearless. Like I wouldn't be, I wouldn't feel yeah, comfortable. You just jumped
1: that. right at it. Okay. So why are you fearless? Tell me the things that you've done.
0: Um, change jobs in the last three months to get a bet you know amazing so
1: something wasn't right you changed it yeah oh amazing okay um so um, that means to women okay this information that you would be expressing to women on dates is i changed my job because i wasn't happy right mm -hmm. which means if you phrase it correctly as opposed to like i jump from things to from every you know everything that i'm fearful of but it's you know what i noticed something wasn't working in my life and I decided that I am a very smart man. I can do way better for myself. I can have people respect, whatever the issue was with your last job, mm-hmm. paint it in a positive way. And then you can express, and I changed jobs. And I'm, doing, I'm kicking ass at it. I'm the happiest I've ever been in my entire life. And I can, there's, there's no stopping me for where I am right now, so that it paints mm-hmm. the picture of potential for growth, and potential for higher income, all of those things. It has a, a, a positive framing around it. And you have balls, and you have like balls. That, that's what the I fact heard. that you I hear did. Balls. That. Yeah, yeah. Okay, go on. Tell me why else you're fearless.
0: Doing the karaoke is really hard, uh, <laughs> harder than you can possibly imagine. It is. It's I mean, so well, scary. Well it's, well, it's even worse than that you think because I don't drink.
1: Oh God, you do it sober
0: too. Yeah. Do you sure go? By,
1: do you go by yourself too?
0: No, I okay. I, we, right, I mean so I've, I've started to because oh my God, friends don't want to go so enough.
1: gutsy, honestly.
0: It, well, but also I do, maybe I'm just you know, uh, not obsessive compulsive, but maybe just obsessive about okay, things. Well. So
2: do you think that doing karaoke is going? Are you doing it because that's going to give you the skill set to then approach women because you're going to be less fearful? Is mm, that what it, you're doing that for?
0: No, I'm doing it because you can go to a karaoke places. Or doing do you want karaoke. to be like an
2: amazing singer? I
0: don't. I'm not. I'm not trying to be an amazing <laughs> okay. singer. Uh, one of my friends is an amazing singer, but no, I'm doing it because you can go to a karaoke bar and it's loud, but it's not so loud that, you know, it, you know, you can't hear yourself think. And you can actually talk to people. And where I'm from, you know, out north of LA, there's really, I mean, there's nothing to do. It's literally right. a bunch of houses. I'll
1: give you a whole bunch of other suggestions as well, play other places so to going, go. So you're going there to meet, to meet people.
0: people. Yeah, to meet people okay. and, and to, you know, develop a, you know,
1: well, you're
2: multitasking because yeah. you're getting over a fear of getting on stage, mm-hmm. and you're also meeting people.
0: Yeah. Can
3: I share an observation? Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't give yourself credit for anything. I was going to say that, no, too. I, I wanted you to reframe like, the way like that you just going talked about to that. Guy, guys, humans, whoever, dogs. Well, maybe dogs are different. I can't speak for dogs. Mm-hmm. But uh, going to a place by yourself, that's super hard to do. And a lot of people, they just don't even think that's an option. So to so to do that, like, give yourself credit. There's a lot of people that you know who will not do that.
1: So I was going to ask you to do this. Can you reframe the way that you just talked about going to karaoke bars? Because I want you. Like, let's say we were on a date, right? Mm -hmm. And you were telling me that you like to go to karaoke bars because they're super fun. But the way that you phrased it before, I'd be like, oh, my God, what a fucking loser. Like, I do not want to date him. He sounds like a sad sad. Anyways, negative Nelly. That's what I heard Mm -hmm. from you. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if you were to tell me about karaoke bars in a positive way. That would get me to jump on board and like really wish that I was at the karaoke bar with you. How would you do it?
0: Well, you know, I've I've started going to karaoke and it's awesome because you get to sing the songs you want to hear rather than listening to the songs that the stupid DJ plays. And at the same time, you get it's fun and you know usually the drinks are cheaper and everybody has a good time.
1: Okay, a little bit more positive. I would think he's kind of dorky, but I'll still pay attention to you. Okay? But talk about you going to a karaoke bar and why it's why you're doing it and why it's important to you. Because I want to see like a bit of you in this explanation. Well, why did you start going to karaoke bars?
0: To get out because I'd been, you know, sitting at home too much. Okay. Uh and, and to be to try and do that positively. Um
1: Here's how I would do it positively if I was on a date, okay? okay. I would say to somebody, "You know what I've started doing recently?" Which I'm I would to, I would just
2: say herpes first and then that makes it sound super fun, Right, positive. exactly. And I
1: do karaoke. <laughs> Which one do you want? Oh, karaoke. He's um, like, "Oh, that's great. Let's go more about that." Um I, and I would say, "I've done something really fun recently. I've started going to karaoke bars by myself because I really I want to challenge myself more. You know, since my divorce, I've realized I missed out on a lot of things because Not that it's it's a bad thing that I was in a relationship because we, you know, we're always working on the relationship, but separately, I wanted to work on myself. I wanted to push myself to do something that I would have never done before. And now I go out to karaoke by myself and have a freaking good time doing it. You and I should totally go to a karaoke. Like that, you have Mm -hmm. to be excited about what you're doing. And that's what we're working on right now. You Mm -hmm. may not be excited right now, but that's where you want to get to. Because for me, if I'm listening to somebody talk about that world, I'm like, wait, can we go to karaoke? right now and i want to go to karaoke with you i want to see you on stage i want to see you in your element and i can feel you as a woman and that that's what women want they want to be able to feel you and if i feel that i'm sad about myself and i need you to lift me up i'm going to run as far away from you as possible
0: Mm -hmm.
1: okay so off the air We are going to work on these things together and I'm going to hold you accountable to them and then maybe you'll come back onto the show if you're uh, fearless enough to come back on here and tell Mm -hmm. me how things are going or tell us how things are. I think you are. I think he is too. Yeah. So for right now, the first assignment that I want you to do, and we'll make this (laughs) list after the show is over, 10 things. (laughs) We're
3: just going (laughs) to let you walk away from the show? I don't don't think
1: so. Exactly. Stay here. But 10 things that are freaking awesome about you and that's the way you have to think about it. They're freaking awesome about you. You're not a douchebag. You're not an arrogant asshole for saying these things. There's, There's no things angel wings on of. the back of that blue shirt. Exactly. That's 10 points already.
2: This exactly. experience will be
3: your genesis. Yes. <laughs> <All right? laughs>
1: and that's what we're going to do together. And that that's going to be the start of everything. So this stupid gremlin in your head that's saying you're not good enough or whatever it's telling you. Tell Peter Gabriel to get the hell out. Exactly. Perfect. I like the show. It's fun. So how do you think about things? Sounds great. Yeah? Sounds good? Mm-hmm. I want to hear. Sounds great. It sounds really great. Sounds fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. Perfect. Mm-hmm. I love that. And no, I'm, I'm really glad you came on to the show because we've never done this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, having somebody live in the studio is, is really nice. And I have complete faith in you. It's going to make me... Oh, this is making cool. me sappy right now. Okay. Um, okay. So for anybody else who has... I don't know. Questions. If anyone wants to do this, yeah,
2: I think it would be helpful and fun. Just write into ask at Ask yes, Women exactly. Podcast and say in studio in the subject line.
1: Yes. Even if you're not in Los Angeles, you can fly and you can be on our show. Of course. Um, but yeah, write to ask at AskWomenPodcast.com. And make sure to go check out the transcriptions of our top rated podcast. They are now available on iTunes. Go to com slash transcribe. And I wanted to thank Justin for being on the show. You're fantastic thank And you. I want to thank Caleb From The Man School A podcast that you should All definitely listen to It's available on The Sideshow Network yeah, And Yeah, wherever on iTunes. better
3: Podcasts are sold Yes, exactly <laughs> for free. Yeah. Perfect
1: Well, thank you so much For being on the show oh, Thank you
3: guys This was great yeah, you Justin, you now. can do it I know I can
1: Absolutely <laughs> Alright, let's hear a little bit Oh, no
3: okay. this is, this, <laughs> Just kidding,
1: just kidding
2: <laughs> Come on, you do it every week Why not? I, pick I wouldn't song.
0: do it either Not, a a, not no, Me
2: at all
1: <laughs> You're good So take a look look at at me now. All
2: right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Download our show every Thursday um, or subscribe. And you can follow us at Ask Women on Twitter. Or you can follow me at Kristen Carney. Or Marn, you can follow at Wing Girl Method. Yes. And um, we will see you next Next week. week.